Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, thriller, novel, writing fathers, abusive Yakuza boyfriends, a loving daughter, and a horrific accident. Remember, like, share, subscribe, listener, and viewer discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zen, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope you're doing well out there, and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this awesome podcast you can find at www.spyarkin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-B-R-A-K-E-N in a search bar, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. Also, remember to like, share, and subscribe for this awesome video. And with that in mind, let's actually get to it, because I've got some awesome news, some scary news, some sad news, and more importantly than that, some manga news. But first, let's actually get to it, because if you remember from that last episode, I spun that one, not only... The Wheel of Manga, an ectic tangent of me, that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Naoki Yamakawa, the creator of I'm Standing on One Million Lives. Also, this was illustrated by Masashi Asaki, who is the award-winning mangaka of Komitsu no Matsuri-san, which was the 2003 Kodansha Manga Award for Shonen recipient. And this is published by Kodansha and Kodansha USA. Now, fun fact, this is actually being released digitally under Kodansha. I don't know if there's going to be a physical release, but honestly, after reading this, I would love a physical release of this series. But I digress. So this was released originally in May 2017 to present. There was a small gap in the middle where they took a bit of a break because one storyline ended, and I don't think they were going to finish it, but then they decided to continue on to make this a two-parter, but it's pretty cool. This was released in Weekly Young Magazine, and there are 19 volumes. It is a sentence series that is a crime suspense story that is known simply as... Well, let's get to it. It's known simply as My Home Hero. Now, My Home Hero is a story that is about a man's will and need to protect his family above his own security and his own safety. And our main character's name is Tetsuo Toso. And he's a man who has a very simple life. He works for a toy company and he has a hobby that's pretty unique. But for the most part, he is working hard to protect and provide for his family, his wife Kasen, and his daughter Reika. And his daughter Reika recently moved away. Uh, she went to college and she's living on her own for the first time. And he just wants to make sure she's safe. And one day he goes to visit her. It's right by her birthday, or actually by his birthday. So he's going to go visit her and see how she's doing. And it's been a while because the thing is that, like I said, his family is the most important thing to him. And he loves his family. He loves his daughter, loves his wife. And they are the one constant life that has been important to him throughout his entire history. Because a lot has happened in his history, but we're not going to get into all of that. But besides his family, the other thing that he really cares about is writing Surprisingly, crime novels. He submits them to a website that's similar to Wattpad, but a little different. And the different website he goes to, well, for the most part, he gets not some great reviews. He's averaging two out of five reviews. People say that he's doing tropes that have been done before. And he just takes notes and writes them, but he loves crime stories. He's the guy that would listen to crime podcasts on his off time. But... Today, he's there because he's going to see his daughter that he hasn't seen in about six months. And when he goes to see her, she is completely masked up. And he's surprised, like, oh my god, it's my daughter, the celebrity. And she's like, oh, shut up, dad. Let's sit down. And he goes there to talk to her, and he reminisces about the past. 
and how his daughter loves him so much because this is the type of daughter that every year for his birthday she would make him something sometimes something as simple as a painting or a picture or a drawing or an action figure or a giant mech robot or for her, his last birthday she actually recorded a song for him and made a song that she only played once for him that is his theme and yeah she charged him the last couple times but he paid for it and he loves it because he loves his daughter and as they're sitting there eating she ends up ordering a really big steak she hasn't taken off her mask at all but when she removes her mask he sees it she has bruises on her face and on her eye and being a protective dad is like what the hell happened who did that to you it's like no one no one did it and she hinted earlier that she has maybe a boyfriend that's living with her He's like, your boyfriend did that, didn't he? Tell me. I'll take care of him. Don't worry about it. She's like, no, 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 no. Shut up. There's nothing going on. You know what? You're being crazy, Dad. I'm leaving. And she ends up leaving. And he's like, oh, shit, what did I do? He's a little upset, but he sits there and calms down. Then ends up walking away, trying to figure out what happened with his daughter and how could someone hurt his daughter so much. And he ends up bumping into a bunch of Yakuza guys who, funny enough, the main of the Yakuza guys, Nobuto, is her new boyfriend. And he is a piece of shit. He's talking... Uh, Tetsuo hears him talking about how he, th that girl Reika didn't want to listen to him said I had to get out of the apartment because her dad was showing up so I said no I'm not leaving and I taught her what for because you know what I'm the man and that's my thing Nabuto is a horrible person and honestly what happens is justly deserved in my honest opinion but I digress so he ends up hearing this guy say her name and he's like wait a minute that's my daughter he's talking about he ends up following these guys go to their hangout and it's a club and he ends the guy who's the bouncer sees him says hey buddy want to go inside we got some nice girls for you he's like no no no. i, I was just trying to wait you you trying to be a pervert you trying to shyster and they end up beating him up taking his photo and saying we know who you are if you come back we're gonna kill you and make you disappear and he's like crap what the hell who's, who's this guy working for what's his deal so he ends up shrugging off wants to find his daughter make sure she's okay goes to her apartment and discovers that well someone's living at the apartment someone has been there and well there is evidence that there is a cohabitation there's two cups in the bathroom there's this and that and he ends up looking around investigating and then nabuto comes home and he hides uh tetsu hides in a closet and he hears nabuto talking about this how oh this girl's just stupid he, he can't wait till this is done so he can go back to his real girlfriend and you know what it wasn't my fault the last two died i mean the one girl she lipped off so i threw her off a bridge and then they found her and this other girl yeah you know what i don't have a temper it's not my fault but once we're done with her dad who has all his millions we'll be set for life turns out that the syndicate not the yakuza it's the syndicate that's what they call themselves are trying to scam a member of the family to get lots of money they think it's her dad but it's actually her grandfather who is in charge of a clothing empire that there's more going on than what it seems but so they're having a beauty date this girl then they're gonna kidnap her or they're gonna tempt her to turn on her grandfather then they're gonna drop her like a hat and nabuto finds out that her dad showed up at the club and he's like wait that bitch told her dad about this no he's dead and then she's dead and unfortunately, hearing that his daughter is in peril, Tetsuo realizes, no, we can't do this. You're not going to do this to my daughter. You, you're not going to threaten my daughter. No, 
an incident happens. And then about a couple minutes after the incident happens, funny enough, his wife shows up because she's going to surprise her. Because like I said, it's near his birthday. They're going to do something. And she shows up. And there is Tetsu on the floor next to the dead body of Nabuto. And she's like, what the hell happened? What did you do? He's like, listen, listen, this is important. I didn't mean to do this. This was an accident. It was just a whole weird circumstance that happened. And he explains and shows that they got into a fight, a scuffle. He was enraged trying to save himself. He grabbed the, the rice cooker and bashed the guy's head in. So now what are they going to do now that this is fun? He's like, listen, you go find her daughter, call her, meet her, and then we're going to send her away. You know, say this guy threatened her and they're going to go home. We'll make some lie up so that she has to come home with us. I'll take care of this. I'll clean this up. And that's what happens. He ends up taking care of his family. He ends up actually going to clean it up. And his wife's like, well, what are we going to do? We could just call the police. And he's like, no, if we call the police, the syndicate's going to get involved. They're going to kill her, kill you. We're done. So I'll take care of this. However, after a little bit, after he tells his wife to go get rid of the daughter, they do that. The daughter ends up going home on a train. She goes back and helps him clean up because she says, you're my husband. We're in this together. We're protecting our family. That's our job to do. We have to defend our family because if we don't, who will? And honestly, if he had done that and I was there, I would have killed him. So they end up doing some kind of horrific things to save the day. Like boiling the body in the in the bathtub using hot water, turning it into an oven to melt the bones off of the meat and then storing the meat. It also shrinks it down. A lot of serial killer things that he heard on podcasts and used in notes. So they don't know. So he's able to kind of get rid of the body without anyone finding out. However, during this... The Yakuza also wants to know what's going on because, unfortunately, it turns out that Nobuto's father is the money man for the syndicate. And whatever he wants, they do for him. And he loves finding out, make sure that his son is okay because that's the only thing that's important to him. And when his son disappears, he's a little perturbed and angry. So he's like, listen, find my son. You get my son back, we're all good. If you don't find him, we have a problem. So listen, here's money, find my son. Where did he go? And so the Yakuza is now investigating what happened to Nabuto. They know he entered the apartment. Then no one knows what happened. The mom showed up. And then the daughter showed up. Then they left. And then one of the guys goes in, breaks in to find out what happened. And there's a cleaning guy there who says, yeah, I'm here to clean. And that is what is going on. It is a cat and mouse game between the Tetsu family and the syndicate to find out what happened to Nabuto. Will the syndicate find out and kill the Tetsu's family, or will Tetsu be able to outsmart them? What's going to happen? How are they going to collaborate? And that is the genius and horror of this story, because we see what lengths the family goes to in order to save the day. Because honestly, it's kind of compelling and frustrating and unique just seeing where it all goes. Because honestly, what would you do for your family? I mean, who would you go to save? What would you do? What lengths would you go to in order to make sure that your family is okay? Because honestly, I would do a lot to protect my family, protect Greta, protect Maddie, protect everybody else. I would do a lot. And this is that thing of being that fatherly figure and protecting your family. Would you go to these lengths? And that is the question that we have in this story. And I've got to say, it is 
a story that is going to keep you on the seat of your seat. You're on the edge of your seat as you read this story. And the fact that they're getting an anime for this, I am excited to see how this turns out in an anime. I really hope we get the whole series and not just the first half. Because the second half is so much more what the hell's going on. And it's coming out soon. It's going to be coming out at the end of the month. We're going to have to wait and find out about that. But after reading it, I got to say the art style is pretty well done. All the characters are realistic. The backgrounds look great. And it has a feeling of a mixture of Naoki Urasawa and uh, Umaru uh, Fujita. That style of art. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, that is the creators of No Longer Human, the one released by Vertical Inc., and creative monster so this combination makes this series what it is and i love it i think the art is well done the story is well done it does drag a little bit in the investigation portion however the leaps of logic it has you make makes sense it's not so unrealistic everything fits in everything clicks and i love that aspect of it and for that reason i really did enjoy this series i thought it was well done the characters are great, the story is great, the plot is great. The fact it's getting a, a digital release does upset me a little bit because I would like a physical release of this. But for that reason, I have to give this our second highest rating, which is Borrow From A Friend and Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky. It's really good. It's just a couple of little things here and there. It's a little grotesque and might not be for everybody. It does have a slow build. It's worth reading though and it is definitely worth checking out. So if you've read this manga, and you agree with me or you disagree with me, let me know your thoughts on this. Uh, did you like My Home Hero? Or are you going to check this out? Let me know either in the show notes below or you can email me personally at, and that is, at zan at spirekin.com. That's X-A-N at spirekin.com. So, with that in mind, let's actually get to the next part of the episode, my personal favorite part. We're talking about the, the uh, new releases for this week. And these came out on the 7th of February, 2020. Three, so, so weird saying 2023, you know, just kind of crazy. But let's get to the what was released this week, shall we? So, released this week in 2023, we've got a Chinese fantasy, Law of the Fox, book two. We've got Aphoretta, From Commonplace to World's Strongest Zero, Light Novel, Volume 6. Attack on Titan, Nomnibus Number 9, which is Volumes 25 to 27. Ayakashi Triangle, Volume 2. Boruto, Naruto Next Generation, Volume 16. Classroom of the Elite, Year 2, Light Novel, Volume 4. Cross Play Love, Otaku Punk, Volume 3. Futari Escape, Volume 2. Hitori Jimmy My Hero, Volume 13. Lovesick L, Volume 8. My Hero Academia, Volume 33. My Special One, Volume 1. Orient, Volume 13. Outbride, Beauty and the Beast, Volume 3. Rainbow Days, Volume 2. Ramen Wolf and Curry Tiger, Volume 2. Shoha Shoten Volume 1. Now this is a story about a kid who wants to be a comedian, a stand-up comedian, and it looks kind of interesting and weird. But it's one of those ones that I'm kind of excited about. But anyway, let's go on. Next we have Snow White with the Red Hair Volume 23. 
The King's Beast, Volume 9. The Seven Deadly Sins, Omnibus 8, Volumes 22 to 24. This is screwed up, but I was reincarnated as a girl in another world. The Manga, Volume 5. Tokyo Avengers, Omnibus, Volume 7 through 8. Vampire Dormitory, Volume 9. Vivi Prototype, Light Novel, Volume 3. Wisteria, Wand and Sword, Volume 2. And last and certainly not least, the Wadakoi Love is Hard for Otaku Complete Manga Box Set. And I gotta say, this one, is if I had not bought the series originally, I would have bought this one totally. So for me, personally, I am excited for this. Uh, Vivi Prototype Volume 3. This is Screwed Up, I Was Reincarnated as a Girl in Another World. Snow White with the Red Hair. Shoha Shoten. Robin Wolf and Curry Tiger. My Special One. My Hero Academia. Crossplay Love, Otaku Punk. And Arpharetta from Commonplace to World Strongest. Which are the ones that you're most excited about? Let me know uh, in the show notes down below, or you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com. So with that in mind, I hope you guys have been enjoying this episode. Hope you're having a lot of fun. And I'm really happy that each of you have been sending me messages and comments and just letting me know how much you like this podcast. Because every comment, every like, every subscription, they give me more motivation to keep doing this podcast. I'm going to keep doing this podcast. I'm an old man who has to read these mangas with thick glasses and large print and before i forget if you are want to know more about this podcast or you want to help us out remember to like share and subscribe to the show notes like and subscribe to our website at spirekin.com and you can help us support our, our patreon at patreon.com portospirekin help us create more fun content for you to enjoy we have five tiers and tons of deleted and alternate versions of the podcast that we've talked about here because there's so many that are so crazy and just so i don't want to say nightmarish but i've made some mistakes but i digress remember to like share and subscribe and more importantly let's get to the last part of the podcast podcast that you like so much that part we've all been waiting for and what are we talking about we're talking about that one that only the we Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga title each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. And I'm excited because we have so many different episodes that are up here that are ready to go and so many different titles. But let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Curry Tiger. Huh, that's kind of cool. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga about a tiger and a wolf who apparently eat ramen, I think? Not entirely sure. But if you have any questions or comments or concerns, email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N at spirekin.com. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later. <laughs>